Welcome to another episode of the Your Sober Now What podcast. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Now, before we get into today's episode, Lane and I are super pumped to let you know that the Now What Academy is now open for registration. Space is limited, so make sure you save your spot today. You can head on over to thenowwhatacademy.com for more information. And as you're listening, you might be thinking, Tamara Lane, is this program for me? Is it going to help? Now, if you're a woman who is perhaps a little codependent or a lot, we get it. Uh, This program is definitely for you. Uh, Maybe you're a mother. You've lost your mind with parenting, your partnership. And some days you wake up wondering, who is this I'm sleeping beside? If you're a single woman, you know, you've got ambition and desire to get what you want because you are tired of settling for a life that doesn't fulfill you, or maybe you're even a proud empty nester and it's time to reinvent your life. You want to figure out what that now what part of your journey is. If any of that resonated with you, this program is definitely for you. And it's a life-changing experience. It's a journey that Lane and I are going to walk beside you And we can't wait to see you there. But remember, space is limited. So head on over to thenowwhatacademy.com. Enroll today. There's a little bit of pre-course work before we get started. Uh, We want to help you gain a lot of clarity. We want to help you wake up every day knowing what you want and how to get it. Uh, So make sure you save your seat right now, thenowwhatacademy.com. We can't wait to see you there. Let's get into the episode. It's almost out. It's almost out. I need a new bottle. Oh, God. I heard that. It didn't sound like a full spray. Yeah, it's like almost done. Uh, That's okay because I have more. (laughs) Because I make it. She will never run out of spray. Never. Oh, my goodness. What a day tomorrow. What a great day. It has been a good day. Yes. Every day, uh, my son says, so how was your day, mom? Oh, it was great. I hung out with tomorrow. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys I, talk about? Oh, you know. Oh, great. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> we laughed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's about it. It's like, what do you do? I don't know. I sit behind my desk. I sit behind this, at, in this chair, behind this there. desk all day. All day. All yep. day long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, do you get what you want? Sometimes you can't always get what you want. Uh, because you know what? I'm sitting here with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with Lane Kennedy. And today we're talking about not getting what you want. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that, Lane? Have you ever oh, not gotten geez. what you wanted? Um, I paused. See, notice I paused. Mm-hmm. I... Yes, there there have been several things that I have not wanted, that I have not gotten what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't get a this modeling contract once. I went in, I was so pissed. This we, I, There was always another model. Her and I were competition. There's no other way to say it. She was my direct competition. Uh-huh. And 
she uh, would show up and she would be coming out after, like right before me. And I'd be like, oh, I remember this like it was yesterday. And I still, I'm like, uh, still letting this go 20 years later. Yep. Still holding on to it. Uh, and I didn't get that account. I didn't get that account. And I didn't get that account because I have tattoos on my arms and she got the account. She didn't have tattoos at the time. And I was furious. I asked my agent, I said, why didn't I get the account? That was, that account was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. And they told me because you're, you have the tattoos, you have the tattoos. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I, you know, I wasn't getting what I wanted that day. See, I feel like, but had that happened today, you would have gotten what you wanted. (sighs) You know, because it's different today. It's different today. Mm -hmm. It's totally different. Mm -hmm. But you don't, you don't worry. You're not the kind of person that worries about not getting what you want, right? No, I don't even care. Whatever. See, which I don't, I don't think a lot of people do that can do that like I think the majority I would it's my guess to say that majority of people do feel like they may not get what they want right that scarcity mindset right 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 and being really Mm self-centered on like their ways the right way Mm -hmm. it's got to be that way exactly yeah no I don't really it takes too much brain space I no, I've had to let that go yeah. <laughs> and we talked about that on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Not getting what you want. I think it happens. I mean, well, the whole world just went through not getting what they wanted, which was their freedom, mm-hmm. right? To go outside their house, to send their kids to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every mother just went through a lockdown, right? That was a freaking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Not getting what you want. Oh, not getting sex. Yeah. In a relationship for 10 years. Oh, well, we're not having sex anymore. Not getting what I want. <laughs> I mean, we can go all over with this, this one. Uh, you're not getting what you want. Uh, you're not getting the raise. You know, I didn't get the raise I wanted. I'm not getting the paycheck that I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting the love that I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That's a big one. Ooh. Oh yeah. That, I think that is one that I struggled from severely. Right. Okay. So talk about that. What's that look like? What's that look like for you? So it started when I was a kid, right? Because when I was younger, I was very close to my dad and I played a lot of sports. He coached. And then in my teens, when he started traveling, I, you know, it was kind of like seeking that attention, that recognition for me. And I didn't, I stopped getting it at a certain age. Right. And then, so I kind of went off the rails, (laughs) decided, you know, let's go party it up and have fun. And, you know, it was like, I had this, this need to be liked. Right. And that I felt like love came from outside. And I remember when I hit my, my bottom, like I would say my spiritual bottom, like I did not love myself. Mm. I was always looking for love from out external sources. I just wanted to end my life. And so I think it wasn't until this journey of finally coming into recovery and starting to really get to know myself. And it's taken time, right? It, ha- it did not happen right away. But it was that journey and learning to love myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I've, I have slowly been able to let go of that need for recognition 
and needing somebody to say something like, of course, it's still nice, right? And I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. big on that. Like if I notice somebody doing something, I want to give a compliment, right? Because I think sometimes we just need that, mm -hmm. but I'm not seeking it like I used to, which is, which is big. Isn't it just good manners to give a compliment? I think so. Yeah. And we're so far from that now in the world. Oh, you're telling me. It is mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the need for recognition, I think is a really big issue, challenge, obstacle that a lot of women have today. Yes. Just the, the, the validation of our pure existence mm -hmm. sometimes. Yep. It's really heartbreaking to me when I'm working with a client and she is like, I'm not seen, I'm not heard, right? Like I'm not getting X, Y, Z in my marriage. It's like, okay, whoa. And it's not only from her, like the husband, right? It's, it's the whole family dynamic that is set up. It's the culture, it's society that we're living in. Okay. I'm going to change the subject because it's a real bummer here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting too heavy. I'm like, it, it, did you see the tears? I know You're I'm crying. crying. You're crying. Yeah. Okay. We got it. Like we got to change it up because Wait, like it doesn't have to be this way, it does, yeah. but this is reality right now. So many women, and we're just coming out of this time in our lives in the, the world, the global life, uh, and we're making change, right? Mm -hmm. This is a huge awakening for everybody that we are changing. Mm -hmm. We need to get what we want. Yeah. We need to empower each other. Women. We need to stand together in solidarity. That's right. Oh my God. And we have to change that song by the Rolling Stones to you can always yes. get what you want. Yes. You can all you can always get what you want. You can. Yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah. You can. Okay. We're gonna write a new song and we'll yes. sing it on the show. Yes. We yeah. should do that. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> Would you rather get everything? you want or would you rather get half of everything you want like okay let's and i'm gonna give you an example okay say you wanted a car mm -hmm. but you only got half of it could it still drive <laughs> See, I, okay, here's my thinking when you ask that question, not the car, because I don't want a half a car. What am I going to do with half a car? I mean, mm -hmm. really, it's kind it's the lows that make the highs worth it, right? So if you're always getting what you want in life, mm -hmm. how do you know it's really good? I mean, I know that when things for me start to fall apart, they're actually falling in place. It took me a long time to see that because I'm like, can't life just be easy? Like, okay, I want you to say that again because I, I want everyone to hear that again because that was really good. The falling apart? Yep. Yeah, so falling my when things fall apart mm -hmm. in my life, they're actually falling into place. I feel like there should be a soundtrack underneath that right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, yeah, when we edit, we're going to put some music right Do you want me to say it in a deeper voice? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so say it again, say it again. I think that's really good. 
when things fall apart, they're actually falling together. Perfectly stated. Was that good? That was I tried to do it in my sexy sick voice, which I'm not sick right now, but (laughs) when things fall apart, they're actually falling into place. Yep. And it's happened to me over and over and over. Yeah. In the last year. Well, I mean, the last few months heavily. Yep. But it's crazy. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I kind of, I reflect back and look at the times when things are just going sideways and, and how those moments have built my life. I have a lot of those moments when things are falling apart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was given uh Pema Chodron's when things fall apart and, uh, this beautiful woman said, I think it's time for you to read this. And I was maybe five years sober. Oh. Maybe I was really young into my sobriety maybe 10 years. I was, I, I was still young and it was so beautiful because Pema is the way that she curates her words to, um, the entry point into this more mindful living, this more present way of living is beautiful. And so I read that book and I had this, I, I think that was part of this things don't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need to have everything. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that important. It's okay. It will pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like that, you know, short-term reward Mm -hmm. as opposed to that long-term gain. I mean, the long-term gain feels so much better. (laughs) Yeah. Right, but long term gain is we always want those quick rewards. No, the quick rewards are not. No, no, the long it's long term, and 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 having that it's a mindset, right? It's a mind shift that you have to cultivate Mm -hmm. and grow. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you're stuck in the 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 habit of thinking, this is what I want. This is what I want my life to look like. This is like that conversation, right? That goes back to that toxic thinking, uh, episode. Yeah. And you know, it's, I think about the times that I've had people call me out on things or give me Mm. advice or suggestions where I'm like, I don't want to hear that. And I get terribly offended Mm -hmm. when I hear it in the moment. But then the next day, as you know, I get to resonate on it. I'm like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. But right, that takes time. Because you got present with yourself. Yeah. Right. And that is where the practice, again, it's like a practice of being more mindful about your life. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have awareness to even practice, you're going to stay in that corrosive thinking, that toxic thinking you're going to be like, Oh, I have to go to therapy again. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to therapy. I'm going once a week, (laughs) six, six days though. I'm like in corrosive thinking land and you know, I'm pissed off that I'm not getting what I want instead of understanding what living in the present moment means. Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in the present moment, you have everything that you need. Yeah. Like 
this is it. This is all that matters. This conversation between you and I and you listening is this is it. Yeah. But most of us are thinking about what we have to do later. No. Or what happened yesterday. I mean, what a waste of time. No. No, When I really think about it. Yeah. it's Thinking about what happened yesterday. Waste of time. It's already done. You can't take it back. (laughs) Can't take it back. And I don't think I did anything stupid yesterday. I'm trying to think. I think yesterday was a good day in terms of getting through the day without doing anything, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think about all the brain energy that I used to waste. Uh, Oh my God. Right. No, thank you. It's exhausting. So exhausting. I have so much space now and I feel so much lighter because I'm not caught up in not getting what I want, you know? And my son, my son can tell too. Like he really, Mm. that, that awareness like when we check in, he knows it. Even my husband knows like the, the shift that's occurred as a result of being able to practice and live a different lifestyle. Oh, there are the dogs. <laughs> There's the dogs going. There's the dogs. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's all about mindfulness, right? Is being present. Right. And that's something I think that for me to just be has been ongoing and I really have to continue to work at that. So for me, learning just to be was challenging because I was thinking forward. Most of the time I'd say Mm, thinking forward, like worrying about what the future holds. And that's when I get most jammed up. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where the brain takes us, right? Into the future or back into the past. And we miss this present moment and then we miss our lives. Mm -hmm. And that takes up so much brain space again, that brain space, I think about if women could practice mindfulness every day, how much better a world we would live in. If we just started with the women, Mm -hmm. just think about this tomorrow. If just the women of the world started practicing mindfulness, the trickle down effect on that, we would change the world. Yeah, we would. Once we start living in the present moment, learning how to suspend judgment changes the way that we react. Mm -hmm. And once we change our reactions, that again, the domino effect, you're not yelling at your kid. You're not screaming at your husband inside your head. You're not saying, oh, he's such an asshole, right? You're not doing any of that. Yeah. It, It just makes life so much more. Uh, pleasant, palatable, delicious. I don't know. I'm such a huge fan. Well, you know that I'm a huge fan of mindfulness. That's why I teach it. (laughs) I sure hope so. Oh my God. Yeah. That's my livelihood. (laughs) And we've talked about, you know, before, right? Where you used to have those anger, like those those reactive moments and getting into that mind mindfulness for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what does your practice look like today? Well, let's get real. They were outbursts. <laughs> they were outbursts. <laughs> there, there was no pause button at all. Yeah. And if there was a pause button, it was still, it was a little pause button. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. It's so nice to be able to have that now, not being not being abrasive with my son 
or not screaming at the dogs, mm. not, um, you know, my husband, you know, he wants to watch TV at nine o'clock at night. I'm tired at nine o'clock at night. Okay. Let's just call it like it is. And he's like, okay, you come in. I'm like, Ugh. like, this is the last thing I want to do, but I'm not being mouthy mm-hmm. to him in my head or saying, Oh God, I can't take it. And, you know, like this, this kind of conversation is, has been snuffed out as a result of having a mindfulness practice. Cause it's changed the way that I see him and the world. And it allows me to go down literally last night. I was down there for 40 minutes and I was like, okay, I'm done. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, that's it. I'm going to bed. And he's like, okay, good night. Like, <laughs> because he's normal, right? Like he's, he's, he's not built like me. He's very level-headed and knows how to communicate effectively. And so I was like, okay, good night. And I was in bed at, before my cutoff time, right? I'm my clock 10, 10, boom, lights out. Wow. Yeah. But if I'm not practicing and I don't have that, uh, routine in place, the plan in place where I get up every morning at 6am and I practice, then the toxic thinking and the clouds from the power plant are all over. Forget it. So my practice is really, I'm up at 6 a.m. I practice for an hour, maybe an hour, 10, hour 15. It depends on, you know, what I'm doing that day. Uh, and I'm, I'm meditating. And then I go into some mindful questions and then I hang out with my dogs and I do, sometimes I'll do some breath work, depending again, what's going on with the day, how I feel, where my health is at. I do a lot of HRV stuff. So I'm always looking at my, my heart rate variability. And then I'm off in, into my day. It's pretty easy, but it's a dedicated amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you take time out during the day too, sometimes, right? And meditate. I do. I do. It's really juicy. The extra, I feel like that's the extra bonus time. You know, I'll try to sneak one in and get in my sauna Mm -hmm. and help my body at the same time. And I feel that second one just makes the evening so much more delicious. Mm. You know, like the way that I interact, the way that I cook dinner, the way that I'm present with the vegetables. I know this sounds crazy, but the way that I put like my attention into it, it's intentional, the dinner that I make for my family every night, mm-hmm. instead of just throwing shit together and they notice it. They're like, Oh, this is so good. I'm like, yeah, it's not, you know, a frozen dinner. It's like, like his mom just had an affair with the vegetables. Yeah. I just like, yes, I love this. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. If I take time to pause during the day, such Mm -hmm. a difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'll go, go, go. Right. So I have to like, sometimes be like, okay, you know what? I have half an hour right now. I'm going to go chill, meditate. Mm -hmm. And it feels so much better. Yeah. When you align your body and your brain and your spirit. Mm -hmm. But really, again, I go back to like, I have 55 years that I need to be on this planet for. And 
every time that I am meditating or practicing mindfulness or putting myself into the sauna to activate my DNA, I'm like, yes, change in the bank of livelihood. Mm-hmm. I don't think enough people are talking about aging. You know, I, I don't, I feel, I feel like nobody's talking about it. I mean, I do, but I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that are even aware. Like I wish I would have been doing the practices that I do now, 10, 15 years ago. Yes. Yeah. We do take our health for granted. I mean, yes. you know, you hear, um, I was talking to somebody recently about it, about brain health, yeah. right? Because it's something that we teach in the Nowit Academy and it's yep. just, you know, we, I remember being told, you know, you only need a few hours of sleep, but oh my now God. when I actually learned that, well, no, actually mm-hmm. our brain repairs itself at night yeah. when we sleep. Yeah. And here's what happens to our brain when we exercise and when we feed yeah. it good food, like there's a reason because it's going to give us longevity, right? It's going to, you know, delay the onset of things like dementia. And like, we don't think about those because we're like, well, I'll get healthy on Monday. Yeah. No, I'll, procrastination. I'll, there it I'll, is. Yeah. I know. I'll start on January 1st, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no. it might already be too late. Actually, yeah, no, it's no, never it's... too late, but today. Today, today. And really, uh, the first two hours of your sleep are the most important. Did you know that? Mm. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. It is like that is the time that you do not want it to be disruptive. So that is why I go to bed upstairs, tuck myself in, and I'm down for the count. Because my husband will go to bed at like midnight because he loves to watch his Netflix. <laughs> oh, midnight. That's like three o'clock in the morning for me. Yeah. No. Do you meditate before you go to sleep? Like, do you have a nighttime routine? Just curious. I don't meditate. I used to meditate before. Uh, I pray before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 it's really simple. I have a whole like lymphatic thing that I do for my body. That's a part of my mindfulness practice. I brush my teeth, right? I mm-hmm. wash my face, all of that. <laughs> That's all about being mindful. It's all about thinking about how I want to live in this world. Uh, there have been times in the last 25 years where I, who cares? I'm just going to bed. Didn't wash my face. You know, just like, I'm tired. Like mm-hmm. not very health, healthy, but I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've been there because life was too much. Life was too much. I wasn't getting what I wanted. I wasn't happy. It was like, fuck it. Yeah. Who cares? And then, you know, to our topic, not getting what you want, I think when you are more mindful, you're kind of like the, oh, well, that's okay. Like you, okay. you can, you can exactly. shrug things off, right? Exactly. It's not like, oh, this is the end of my life. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a different conversation too, as I've, God, as I'm aging. <laughs> Back to the aging, which is a, a very, I think we're going to do a separate episode on aging. So I think that has to be done. But there's something about giving myself grace or slack Mm. around, okay, I am giving myself this extra time, 20 minutes to get ready for bed, right? I'm giving myself, this is a gift that I'm giving myself so I can be more present and age more gracefully. Mm -hmm. I can sleep more soundly, you know, like that. I need all of that. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I think, uh, 
it, I, it's one of the gifts I've learned about being in recovery, you know, is before that there was no work on self. It was just all about what can I get? <laughs> right. But even in, in, in recovery, you can get very complacent. Totally. And we've talked about complacency before yes, we have. and how, you know, there's certain times where it's just like, uh, 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 just like that. Uh. <laughs> and it's almost like we get entitled at a certain point in our recovery. And I yes. feel like that happens around kind of that in between the three to five year mark when you're kind of, you know, you, you got this. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, of course, everything starts to unravel. And well, we all know what usually happens. Yeah, it's not good. It's no, not it's good. Not, it's not good. So I guess if you're not getting what you want, you can start living in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, you can reach out and call a friend. Mm -hmm. You can jump into solidarity with your friend. I think that and lift each other up. Yep. Uh, there is. This, there's something about letting go, you know, like why not just let go and do something different. And the letting go is a whole other episode because oh, I think yeah. a lot okay. of people have struggled to let go. Okay. That'll be another episode. That'll be another episode, but the things falling apart, right? Mm -hmm. Like I yeah. try to have this perspective that when I feel like everything's unraveling around me, there's a reason mm -hmm. for it because something mm -hmm. real good is going to happen. So when you're able to take that perspective and just go, okay, I'm just going to wait for it. Let it fall apart. Let it fall apart. Yeah. Pausing. <laughs> the dogs are very active in this episode. <laughs> Well, they're part of the show. I mean, if oh they could talk, we'd God. have them on there too. Yeah, they'd be say, do you always get what you want? I mean, clearly they want to go for a walk or something. Yeah, they're, it's time and they're like not getting what they want. They need to be yeah. more mindful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My time. That's right. Uh, and if you have any questions or would you rather, please send them to us using that big orange button. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for hanging out tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out, Lane. It's been fun. It's been fun hanging out with you. We'll catch up with you next time. Bye-bye.